We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. It is inclusive. Mm. It is no matter who, no matter where you are in the world. Come sit with us. Come listen. Come chat. Mm. Come engage. Hold on. It's about to get real. I'm literally on like a main street in Paris. You're on a main street in London. We're currently recording a part once again. We're doing long distance once again. <laughs> once again. Now, welcome back to a long distance relationship episode. Oh, it's It's been tough, babe. It's tough. It's been only not even a week that we haven't been together. We were just catching up before we pressed record on this episode and you were saying, I can't even boil me bloody eggs. I can't even boil me bloody eight minute eggs over here. I, you know, and that was the, I was so excited to come to London and maybe you guys saw on my stories. That was like one of the first things I did was go down to Sainsbury's supermarket, get my <laughs> eggs, get my chili tuna, which mind you, they only had one type and one can left and it was shite. It was shite. Guys. Guys, literally, we were in like (laughs) Positano, like in peak Italy, like amazing food. And all Ella can be thinking about is I can't wait for my eight-minute eggs and my chili tuna. So I feel so bad that you got to this bloody Airbnb and this – that's really ridiculous. There's no pot. There's no pot. So first of all, there was no kettle because I was like, yep, boil the kettle, put it in. But then there was no kettle. So I was like, okay, I'll find the pots, boil the eggs. There's no pots. There's no um, pan. So I can't cook either. And there's no That's- bin. There's just bin liners. Like, how are you supposed to live? Did someone actually, maybe when they stayed there, like steal everything potentially? Maybe. And I was looking as well at the reviews and everyone was so happy. Ah. Uh-huh. Well, they must be happy because they went home with a bloody full suitcase full of pots and pans and utensils. Yeah, maybe. It, it's so silly. Anyway, it's Is been very, the- very annoying. But that's weird. Like, and when, especially when you're staying at an Airbnb and you want to cook, like this entire European trip, I don't think we've stayed anywhere with a kitchen. I've been thoroughly enjoying the no cooking, no cleaning hotel life like yes I do crave my bed and my pillow I miss my pillow yeah. at home yeah. but I've been thoroughly enjoying coming back to my room and it being turned down and fresh towels it is nice it is nice it is nice yeah you know and I it's do, like yeah. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it while you can exactly because then when I go yeah. home it's like back to <laughs> back to the reality mate back to the back reality to all. of living in the inner west in Sydney taking the dog down to do a shit at 3am yeah. and just you know, back to life back, back to, to normality life. and I'm really trying to like live in the moment while I'm here and Paris Paris is so amazing babe wow it is I know have you had a lot of croissants babe <laughs> tell okay. me how many croissants you've had I've eaten about five croissants so far and I've only been here two days. But today I had the most incredible caramel eclair. It was literally the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. It was an experience. Wow, really the best thing you've ever put in your mouth. That's the best thing ever. I, I don't know how to explain it. It, it was literally it was life-changing. I swear, I was sitting here eating it with my mom. I'm like, mum. 
I was losing my mind. Like I was literally losing my mind. Everything about it was just incredible. And it turns out that this patisserie that we went to had been open from like back to like the 1700s and Mm. Marie Antoinette, that's where she got her cakes from, which is amazing because me and mum actually watched Marie Antoinette yesterday, the Sofia Coppola version. And uh, Can't say I've seen it. Can't say no. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Just wanted to learn about, uh, you know, rehash me history. It's always good to do that when you're in that city as well, that country. Exactly. So we did that and then when had the eclair and I can can confirm it was fucking amazing. I will post the photos when this episode goes live because Mm. you guys need to see it. Bro, I've been eating whatever I want and I actually don't care. Like honestly, Um, babe. Yeah. yeah, I have been. I'm like, you know what? I'm here now. I need to eat all the things. Otherwise... Why not? You know, yeah, yes. I, I will admit I had to, I had a cupcake today. I went Good to girl. Peggy's Portion London Cupcakes and it was <laughs> – I got a red velvet cupcake and the icing was so fucking good. Red, do you know I've never had red velvet? Oh, I love red velvet. Oh, it's oh, – and the cupcake bit, mm, so spongy. And the um the cream cheese, fr- like the frosting, it's the best the bit, icing, right? it was – The icing, oh, yeah. I just – I can't. I can't even think about it because that was the first sweet that I've actually. Oh no, I had the chocolate the other day, like that that follower came and gave me. But which is I haven't so nice. actually indulged in like sweets since being here, which is, mind you, only four days. But yeah, craving it. Have you had like a proper English pub meal yet? I haven't yet. I haven't gone to the pub. But babe, the pubs here are like our restaurants. The pubs are really nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But you're in like a nice part of London too. You're in yeah. like the who I'm the posh he. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. It is like so nice. Every corner I go down, every street I walk down, one, I feel like I'm in the city of Harry Potter because all of the houses look like Harry Potter, which wow. is so cool. They all have like these castle dark vibes and some of them even have like those I don't know what those statues are called but like those gargoyles yeah like gargoyle like gothic kind of vibe and the churches are really beautiful they've got like gold fences it's just like every time I walk down the street I'm like wow wow am I in Harry Potter (laughs) and I forget because it was filmed here yeah babe you're literally in the land of Harry Potter I know. So I need to, I need to organize the Harry Potter tour. Apparently it's really emotional at the end because it's just like so amazing. So I am going to do that. Do it because look, speaking of doing tours and seeing things while we're overseas, as you know, darling, I've extended my trip mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going back to Italy. You are. Uh, yes. Wait. So what date do you go back to Italy? I go back to Italy on the 4th of September. And I stay in the Napoli Campania region for seven days. I'm literally going to the land, the home of mozzarella, babe. I'm going to. Is that where we were? Did we go there? We were in Naples, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We, that's where we did go there. And we yeah. had that pizza thing that, oh, what was it? I didn't know. Oh, that like, that just dough with tomato sauce oh. and cheese on it. <laughs> Deep fried. I don't know what they call that. Oh my God. Dude, that was amazing. Come on. Mm, it was amazing. Yeah. And so what's the reason, babe, that you're going back to Naples in particular? I think I have a feeling. Well, there's multiple reasons. One, because I didn't see Pompeii while we were there and I really want to go and see Pompeii and experience that. But also, um, there's a little something that's happened while uh, we've been in Europe and it's quite nice. It's (laughs) It's nice. It's nice. 
And it comes in the form of a man that we met while we were on the island of Capri. Oh, what was his name again? I don't know if I want to say his name, though. Put like an Italian noise or something. (laughs) Oh, my God. So we met at the beach club in Capri. Oh, yes, And you actually sat next to him. Him and his friend. That day, Capri, oh, my God, amazing. Yeah, Capri was amazing. Like insane. I just couldn't. I, I literally was cooking myself that entire day. But didn't burn. Didn't go red. Nothing. Didn't burn. Just, just got really nice and chocolate and brown and glowy and bronzed and oh. the sun in Europe like is just second to none. Like I just don't even know, man. Yeah. Like Australia, nice. Australia, get your shit together. Get your ozone yeah. fucking mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's really sad. Actually, it the more is. I think it's about sad. it. But I something anyway. that something that isn't sad is meeting beautiful Italian men mm-hmm. uh, on the island of Capri, and then. Chatting along and then might I add, we're sitting there on the day beds, yeah. <laughs> and we're actually chatting to him through a translator app. Yes. Because he didn't know what we were saying. So oh yeah. So yes, also everyone, for your information, he doesn't speak that doesn't much speak. English. So he doesn't speak English. He doesn't really speak English. <laughs> and I don't really speak that great Italian. So mm. the language barrier is actually hilarious but there's something about it that just works I I don't know like there's so much to fill you guys in on we connected on Instagram and then we were messaging while we were in Positano so we were chatting and like translating and chatting and translating because you know can't speak the same language Um, love is love (laughs) love is love if it's love well I mean language doesn't matter I mean that's the thing we communicate when we like video and all of that kind of stuff at, at the start, we were like communicating just through, I guess, look and I, it's the weirdest thing. I don't even know how to explain it. We got to Naples and he knew that I had to go to Naples to get the train to Florence. Mm. So he was like, well, I live near Naples. I want to come and meet you at the station to say goodbye or like I want to come and see you. And I was like, wow, that's so, like, romantic and nice mm. and, like, I'm not used to this and also weird. But mm. I was like, okay, like, whatever, come and come and see me. Anyway, so he came and there we sat in this little, like, cafe at the train station and my mum was, like, literally just sitting there with us <laughs> and we had, it was the, like, it was so funny. I wish I had taken video or photos of it. Yeah. But my mum was kind of, like, helping to translate and we were just uh. chatting and, he, you know, we talked about everything, but, like, the way we just looked at each other, I feel like we mm. communicated through that. Mm. Anyway, so that was really nice and we said our goodbyes and everything and then, like, he messaged. Did you kiss him then? No, we didn't kiss. We didn't. Well, that's nice. We didn't kiss, no. Like, he just, just gave hugged. me a hug and he said, like, yeah. you know, bon voyage and mm. and all that, you know, really cute shit. And, he, and then he messaged me. Well, no, he told me um, while we were sitting there through the translator that mm. he, he wanted to buy me uh, flowers. Oh. And I was like, oh my, but all of the, all of the shops were closed because it's summer holidays and all of the shops are closed, which was so bloody cute. And I was like, oh my God, you don't have to mind me flowers. Like I felt, I started to feel really embarrassed mm. anyway. And then he like messaged me when I was on the train after we'd left, he said, I really wanted to kiss you, but you know, your mum was oh. there and I was, that was, I was like, oh, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really cute. And then obviously we chatted more and then he said, I really want to come and see you in Florence. Oh. Because I was going to Florence. And I was like, 
oh, wow, that's so nice. But, you know, you've got work and I don't want to like come, of course. Like, I'd love to see you, but I don't want to, like, put you out of your way or anything. But, babe, when a guy says he wants to do something, he's telling you what he wants to do. He doesn't, you don't, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's telling you he wants to come, so he wants to come. Doesn't matter. But it's, like, so new and, like, weird to me because I've never had a man do anything nice like that. Or, mm. or think to, you know, want to do mm. that. So anyway, he was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to come on, you know, on this day. I'm going to book mm. my my train and I'm going to stay overnight so we can spend the day together and then go have dinner and have like a nice time. Mm. And it was the best day ever. Like mm. he got in early. So I, I like I went to meet him at nine o'clock and then we went and had breakfast and we walked around and Literally my phone the entire day was like the translator. Yeah, translator. When, when we couldn't speak, but we went to the Bridge of Size, I think it's called. But it's like this amazing bridge with like all these jewelry shops along it. But it's like over, mm. it, it was incredible. Like Florence mm. is amazing. We tried to go and see David. David literally is so popular that you can't even fucking get in to see him. So see oh. you, David. Didn't see him. Oh. My mum did. My mum waited in line for an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, bro. An hour and a half isn't too bad. That's not too long. Usually it's like four hours to get into those sorts of things. Oh, dude, and I was people, like. People line up. People wait for that. I was like, I'm not fucking waiting in line in the heat, in 33 yeah. degree heat, to mm. see David. Like I saw the the replica David at the Uffizi <laughs> Gallery. I was like, okay, that's good enough. Like, I, That's I, good enough. I'll take that. I'd also, I'd also seen about. 100 stone cocks that day because of all oh. like every all of the statues they're all naked they're all um, naked yep and beautiful like the men depicted in these uh carving stone carvings just are all beautiful men and mm. uh their dicks are small though and this but it's is they're soft babe no but this is something that i noticed because i i was in the gallery for like 4 or 5 hours mm. And I mean, probably I need to study art or some shit to figure it out. But they all, all the dicks were the same size, but they all had big mm. balls. Mm. All had small dicks, but big balls. Really interesting. Maybe they're all um, growers, not showers. That's what I was thinking. And I thought, yeah. wow. Or maybe it's a golden rule as an artist. Not to have like a huge penis. All the cocks had to be this certain yeah, size. but the, Out of respect. Out of respect. But the balls, I feel like the balls were real big, babe. I'm telling you, I've got some photos. Once again, I will That's uh, so weird. It. Like what does that mean to have big balls in those days? Maybe it means something. Yeah, I reckon it means that you are a good breeder. Mm. You know, you've got the good seed. Hang on, are men the seed or the, the fertilizer? They're both like the same thing, aren't they? They fertilize, they fertilize the woman, and then the seed grows. Is that right? Yeah. Well, anyway, regardless uh, anyway. of what it is, he's got. They've all got big balls. Big balls, okay. And lots of pubes. Oh. Yeah, they all have pubes. All of them have their little curly hairs down there, um, which is, was really quite cute. Admiring all these penises with your Italian man. Yes, admiring the penises, and we were talk. And I actually translated to him. <laughs> it's so hard translating Australian slang or the way that we talk to an Italian because the, the way that our language translates does not translate to him, man. At yeah, all. it's like the tone as well. It's all of it. It's like when he's speaking in Italian though as well. It translates different to the way that he's probably saying it. It's so different. And then he was kind of, I kind of said to him about the, oh, maybe they are growers, not showers.
flowers mm. and he didn't really understand. I said, oh, you know, we make joke about dick in Australia. He goes, oh, yes, penis. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay. Okay, <laughs> stop now. You know, let, let's just talk about like food or other things other than dick yeah. jokes because the dick jokes just don't translate to an yeah, Italian. They don't. Um, which was fine, but I had the most amazing date and day even though we can't really communicate, there's just something and some way that we do and it's mm. really not us. And he is very thoughtful and mm. romantic, which I don't know if that's weird to say because, like, you know, it's only very, like, we just literally have only met a few times and gone on a few dates, I guess you can no, call it. No, but, like, some men just are more romantic and thoughtful than others. I've definitely been on one date or two date with a guy who has done way more than some guys because some of them are just different. They're all different, babe. Like, he's done more in two dates than, uh, like, a lot of men that I've dated recently. I'm like, Wow. And yeah. and I almost feel as though I don't deserve it. Like, I don't know why it's – I'm not don't deserve it, but I feel like, oh, my God, is this normal? Like, should I be accepting this? It almost feels too nice, but I need to learn mm. to just accept it and take it and be like, no, Domenica, like, just enjoy it. Everyone's so different. Like, I was even walking down the street the other day and the guy I was with, every time we walk on the street, he always walks on the side of where the cars go. Oh, my God. Like, even if I, it's just, that's just the way that it goes. If we're walking down the street, he's always on that side. And that's just like a matter of Oh, my God, stop. (laughs) That's so sweet. Oh, my God. And I've never met a guy that does that. So, you know, they're all very thoughtful and different in their own way. And you really remember those guys and you remember those moments because big time not every guy is thoughtful and they're all raised really differently and they're they're taught to be thoughtful in different ways the way it's the way their parents have shown them to be so it is really special when you meet a guy who shows even if it's only little acts of thoughtfulness yeah because we may not have had it a lot it means more to us and we appreciate it a lot more and it's something that we aren't used to. So, yeah, we do think we aren't deserving. Trust me, I think like that too. Are you kidding me? The amount of times I've thought that while I've been in London, I'm like, hang on a second. Yeah, and it's weird. Yeah. Like it's a thing, right? I don't know what yeah, what it's it called, but I, I genuinely just feel like, oh, shit, you know. And then also there's like, oh, is it too good to be true? Oh, he's just doing it. You know, and, and it's like where does all this doubt and where does all this crap come from and why aren't I just letting myself just – you know, sink in and Mm. enjoy it, right? I think it comes from experience, babe. It comes from experience, but I think the caution side comes from, Mm. I guess, my upbringing of like my dad always instilling in me of like men literally just want you for one thing, men Mm. just want this, and men can't do things for women without it being because they want something in return. But I think that that's my dad raising me because he grew up with four brothers in the 80s in a very different world, very different time. And I think men have evolved so much and men have, I guess, gained a lot more respect for women since the 80s. Yeah, definitely. And I find myself like schooling my dad a lot about men. I'm like, Dad, men don't do that anymore. That's Mm. actually not right. You know, men don't talk about women like that anymore. But I also think because we communicate so much more, we've evolved as human beings, we communicate more about what we want as women and men who choose to listen, which 
growing the fuck up, most men are realizing they need to listen to what women want if they want to get a good woman. So, 100%. And they've just started to realize that, you know what, mate, maybe I've actually got to do some searching within myself and realize I've got to listen to the woman and I've got to really, you know, I don't know. I think as I get older, I see that men are changing and, and you know, dating older guys too is makes a huge difference, I personally think. Well, I've always thought that. I have always thought that. But I mean, yeah. some situations as of recent where there may be some that are younger. And from my experience, I'm like, I don't want to go near the young ones. No, thank you. Yeah, I am light years ahead of my age. They're going to fail. But I am being proved wrong sometimes. Thoroughly surprised by some yeah. certain people. I yeah. Think, and, you know, honestly, truly, that just comes down to upbringing and the way that certain people are raised. I really do. Yeah. Like we really have to remember and I do I genuinely do believe that age is just a number because mm, you yeah. know even the older guy that I used to date who was 42, he did not seem 42. No. His soul and his energy was like a 25-year-old young guy living his best life and he was 42 with a kid. So it is yeah. like age, I mean most situations it is really just age is just a number. Yep. Yeah. I know I've da- I, I've been there too babe. I've dated a 44-year-old who literally thought he was 25 and was a fuckboy party boy. Yeah. Can I ask, actually, babe, haven't even asked off the record, have we heard from Mexico? Guys, update from Mexico is there is no update from Mexico. My God, he has not replied. Literally hasn't replied and it's so weird. I'm like, has he died? Has he literally just dropped off the face of the earth or like... But he's been active, right, on WhatsApp. Well, I, yeah, like, I don't know. It says here, hang on, I've just gone on. Oh, it says he, he's online literally right now, but like, doesn't, he hasn't like read my messages. You know what I mean? But he, yeah. when we left the hotel, because he wanted to pay for our like outstandings. So he put his credit yeah. card on, on the bill. And then he was like saying to me, they're trying to charge him $3,000. That which was, was lot, totally incorrect. Which was totally incorrect. We'd paid the bill. It's like, mate, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he kind of went weird from there. He literally just disappeared after one of the most exciting romantic times that you have had. This is a classic reminder of the men out there that fucking say everything that you want to hear yep. to get what they want and then they never speak to you again and paint this picture of a fantasy and tell you literally the sky is full of dreams and rainbows oh. and saying, oh, I mean, I love you and all this shit and then ghosts you. Never speaks to you again, babe. It's literally the weirdest thing. I don't know how people have the energy for that. You were going to go to Mexico. You were going to go to Mexico, Dom. I know. You were going to go to Mexico and next minute you rock up and he's gone. Doesn't message you back. Could you imagine? Mate, I'm not going to Mexico. I'm going to Napoli and I'm going back <laughs> to Rome. So I'll stay in Europe and I'll stay isn't in... That crazy? I'll stay Gosh. in Italy. Seriously, coming back to the four-leaf clover, which I have not taken off, by the way, uh-huh. life has been amazing and weird and wonderful. And I know it's like, yeah, I'm so superstitious and, I, you know, ever since Ella told me about the four-leaf clover and then I bought this necklace and then, you uh-huh. know, all that shit about it happened, about like the good luck thing. Life has been amazing 
and mm. weird and wonderful and crazy. But I really just think it's because I'm taking life by the balls and taking every opportunity and allowing mm. myself to accept all the goodness that's coming into my life. I don't think, you know, I don't truly believe that it's because I bought this fucking necklace and it's like mm. a gold, you know, whatever. But signs, I feel as though once you do see signs, you see patterns. And mm. as humans, we see patterns. But look, I, I just think life in general has been amazing and I'm really just taking life by the balls while I'm in Europe. And I know you're doing the same thing, you know? Oh, yeah, I definitely am. It's so weird because I was at this party the other night and this girl had a four-leaf cloven necklace and earrings on. And that was the second night I got to London. And the clairvoyant said to me, like, specifically, she said that I would see a four-leaf clover in London. And then obviously Dom got the necklace and then I saw this girl and that was the first thing I noticed. And it was the designer, the same designer, and I'd never seen that brand before. So if I hadn't have seen it when I was with you, I wouldn't have even looked twice at her necklace or I would have met wow. her either way. I would have met her either way and that would have been the four-leaf clover that I would have seen in London if I see? didn't see yours. See that? So either way, either way, that was it. And she was awesome. She was actually awesome. I'm seeing her this week for a drink and she was an absolute legend. So Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is. It's so cool. Life is truly amazing in those ways. And travel has really opened up my mind to so many things, babe. I feel like I've grown so much as a person and I've probably matured a lot more actually in like this short period of time. And it's weird and I don't know how, but it really does just, I don't know. It's made me a better person. It's made me realize how lucky I am to have what I do at home, but also that the world is such a beautiful place and life is so short as well. Mm. Like see all the things, do all the things and take every opportunity that you can get by the balls because you never know what is around the corner. Like it just, you know, I really just reflect on, you know, yesterday mum and I went to the Sacré-Cœur, which is the Sacred Heart uh, Church here in Paris. And Ella and I, we both have a love for St. Anthony. We love St. Anthony. We just, we talk to him. I don't know. It's weird. This and it's is weird just because us. like, I'm not religious or anything like that, but growing up, my mom always would say things to this, this person, St. Anthony. And I never actually asked her because my mom's not religious. She probably doesn't even know who the fuck St. Anthony is. Yeah. But when I met Dom, I would say to St. Anthony and Dom's like, babe, I say to St. Anthony. Yep. It's so weird. Another thing of how we came together is because St. Anthony is like my parish church where I grew up and which where I went to church every weekend, which is mm. so crazy that like- And I speak to him every day. I speak to him every night. I know. speak to him all the time and I didn't even know who this person was and then I just say to Dom, oh, St. Anthony something. And you're like, what? <laughs> and so I was in this church last night with my mum and there's a St. Anthony statue and there's an offer tree so you can offer up and you can like say a prayer and look I am I am Catholic by birth and whatever like I was raised a Catholic but I'm you know I'm a little bit uh, I guess detached from religion um, mm. the Catholic religion but I do believe like I have faith and I do believe in bigger things than us human beings mm. here and the higher power the higher power in. and you know yeah. like I just I, I was there in this incredible old fucking church and amazing and, you know, I kind of like spoke to St. Anthony and I I just said to him that like Ella and I, we, you know, we, we're grateful that you listen to us and you hear us, mm. you know what I mean? And then I went to take this photo and the photo, when it took, it like 
it went all it, like, weird. The lines it, it and like blurred. you couldn't you couldn't actually see what the photo was. It was like yeah. it had been taken, and the phone was like moving around. And, it yeah, was, and yeah. and then the photo literally straight. I you know like when on iPhones you just quickly take photos. That's yeah. how, how I literally did it. And the, the photo after it was normal, and after that I was like. I looked at it and I had this like weird feeling that I wasn't alone. Like, I don't know. Mm. I, it was the weirdest surrealist feeling. And then I showed my mom and then my mom like got really emotional because my uncle who passed away, which that's my mum's brother, um, mm. he passed away when he was 50 from cancer, from a really rare form of cancer. The Sacred Heart was like, it's like really close with our family and mm. that's it's like big in our, I guess, family. And my mum got really emotional and it was just like this moment. I guess we ha- we just shared this moment. If, if you're not religious or if you don't like you, you don't really have, I guess, maybe a connection to like a faith or belief in, in a lot of things, this might sound a little bit odd. But when you're in places like the Sacre Coeur or in magical places, it could be in nature, it could be wherever, mm. that's when it hits you that there is like we are so minuscule in this world. Like there is such greater, bigger things going on around us and we can't control it. So we've just got to go with it. You know what I mean? And that that was like a big takeaway moment for me. Mm. And it was a really nice moment. And being here with my mum as well is just so bloody nice and just exploring. And last night, actually I haven't even told you this, babe. Last night we went and we sat at this cafe and mum had oysters and we're having spritzes and we're just chatting. And there was a guy sitting next to us and he was like just eating alone, having his dinner. And then the waiter was coming and chatting to him about a music festival that is happening on the Seine, which is the river here in Paris. And my mum loves Tame Impala and Tame Impala are playing at this festival. And my mum's like, oh, my God, we've got to get tickets to this festival. Anyway, so we start talking to this young man sitting next to us. Anyway, so he's from London and we're just chatting about like music, his travels. Like literally we sat there for two hours talking about everything, talking about Europe, talking about you know, his travels, our travels, work, life, everything. And it was just so amazing. You know, when you travel, you just, you meet different people, you chat and like strangers, but you have so much in common and so, Mm. so weird. Anyway, mum was like, you got to buy tickets to this festival. So I'm going to a festival with my mum in Paris, which is hilarious. (laughs) I don't know how that's going to go. Maybe maybe I'm just going to get a real pissed. Yeah, just get your mum pissed. Yeah, actually, that'll be fun. Anyway, and then I was talking with this gentleman who his name is Tommy, and I was saying, oh, I really want to go to, like, the Moulin Rouge. Like, I was like, have you gone to the Moulin Rouge? Then I had a DM from one of my mates back in Sydney who's like, don't go to the Moulin Rouge, go to the Crazy Horse, which is like a cabaret show, but it's like a risque cabaret show. Mm. Like, it's more like the traditional one, mm. I don't know. Mm. So that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm going out with my new London friends that I've met on our travels, mm. and we're going to the we're going to the crazy horse, the crazy horse, the crazy horse. So that's that's my plan for tonight. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> so I've been fucking busy. You have been busy. You have been very busy. I mean, I've been fucking busy too. We're living very different lives yes, right now. Yes, we are. But we which are. I love that though. Yeah, we are. Like in London, it's look, I'm going to be honest, guys, it's a bit hard for me right now to talk about what I'm up to. Yeah. 
there's reasons around it and I'm sure some of you know exactly what you, you, you're picking up what I'm putting down, let's be honest. We've just got to keep it a bit grey right now, but, you know, in good time you'll know what I've been up to. We've got some smarty pants that listen to sit with us and some uh, people read between the lines, babe. People raise. Well, I, I mean, the, I did. I did drop. A, I did drop a couple of hints in an, a couple of episodes ago, which um I got into trouble for. Uh, but that's Ooh. okay. But look, what I will say is, I'm in London. I am working, and I'm spending time with someone, and it's been really nice. Aww. I'm actually having the best time. I feel, and you guys might have seen on my stories, I have never felt so free and happy within myself being on my own here as well and just doing my thing and being alone. I don't know. Like I just really realize how happy I am being by myself. Like I had a, took myself out for the most amazing lunch the other day. Like I dressed up and took myself out for a fancy fuck lunch and had a champagne and you. I was just like – this is just so beautiful and I was so happy and I wasn't sitting on my phone and I was just people watching and enjoying my meal and it was just so nice. And that was when a follower actually approached me, this lovely chick, Stacey. I'm not sure if you're a listener. You didn't mention it, but if you're listening or if you're not, you came up to me with and she just finished her groceries and she came up to me and she's like, oh, my God, is this Ella from Maths? Are you sitting here really in London having lunch by yourself? And I was like, "Um, yeah, girl, that's what I'm doing. And she wanted to give me – I mean, I loved it. And she wanted to give me something. So she gave me the a chocolate, like a block of chocolate. And apparently, like, it's a really famous London chocolate. Was it yummy? It's Oh, my God, it was delicious. It was so – Yum. I only ate like a little bit because I didn't, you know, every time I eat chocolate, I get pimples. So (laughs) I get pimples and we can't be having pimples when I'm in London doing what I'm doing. We can't be doing that. Yeah. But it's just been really eye-opening for me and... Yeah, like I'm just really happy within myself and it's quite daunting to go home. And this is what I was thinking today when I was out walking. Like it's it's kind of daunting and not as exciting for me to go home, mainly for the fact of... Being back with, you know, my friends who I love and adore and I miss so much, but I'm just not on the same journey as them right now. And I'm not really looking forward to going home and being back in that. Yeah, Um, same. You know, like the people that I'm with at the moment, I am just learning a lot from all these new people and everyone's younger than me, which is quite bizarre. But everyone is like so mature and like, I don't know. They're all really inspirational and smart and intelligent and like are working on all these amazing things. And they don't have babies, kids. They're not married. They don't have the puppies yet. Like, like my crew at home does. And it's, it, it is quite nice to be around people who are on the exact same path as me right now. Yeah. It is nice. It is. And I'm just really enjoying this freedom, but in a different kind of way, freedom. Like, yes, I felt free in life before, but I don't know, this kind of freedom, I guess my age and where I'm at in my life, I haven't felt this before. Mm. Traveling is so freeing, right? Like learning learning more about yourself in a different environment. Uh, I don't know if it's traveling in, I think it's just me being on my own. Really? Just me being by myself. Yeah. Like I've traveled a lot by myself and I just find that I'm really content when I do it. And I find myself sitting, whether it's at a cafe or eating a fucking cupcake by myself, sitting there thinking, why haven't I done this sooner? You know, about Mm. six years ago, I was considering moving to Bali because I wanted to just get out of Melbourne and move away by myself. And 
it's something that has I've always come back to. Yeah. And, you know, moving to Sydney was something that I was, you know, considering before maths and moving away. Like it's something that I really have been tossing up for such a long time. And now that I'm away in an English-speaking country as well where everyone can understand me, it exactly. makes it so much easier. Yeah. It's a huge um, uh, bonus, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely a bonus. And like all the people that I'm meeting are legends. Everyone's so much fun. I went to this bar called Jack's on Saturday night, which the UK listeners will know exactly what that is. And then I went to a club called Raffy or Raffles after. And how is the the uh, London club scene, babe? It was fucking lit, babe. I drank that many tequila sodas. I lost my shirt. Um, oh, that's a good night. Not like my top. I was wearing like a <laughs> shirt. Like I had a singlet on and then I had like a shirt on top of it. An overshirt. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I don't know where it went. I think someone stole it and it disappeared. Couldn't find it. And that's when the toenail really started to lift off. Yeah, I've seen footage of the toenail uh, today, yeah. guys, and can confirm uh, we can see the underneath of it now um, and we're about to lose it. We're I, about I, to lose it. I fear that tomorrow morning I may wake up to a photo of the toenail in Ella's bed. Um, but I'm going to Band-Aid it. I'm going to Band-Aid it because I don't want it to come off. Babe, fucking Band-Aid it to what? The cum's not going to reattach. <laughs> no, I'm just going to Band-Aid it to my toe so it doesn't come off. <laughs> I can't have a barefoot. I can't have a little stump and the skin's all soft under there and it's it's really creeping me out. It's really, really, really creeping me Look, out. I'm oddly I'm I'm like weirdly uh invested in this fucking toenail thing. And Dude, it's been happening since LA. Well, I know, but like I'm weirdly into it now. Like I'm like, am I turning into a foot fetish person? I don't know. But like God, imagine if other people were like, Dude, you've got a stump on your toe. Like I can't even look at you. Like I can't, bro. It's actually going to be hilarious, and you might just need to like paint the skin. <laughs> well, apparently there's this chick here in London who specialises with putting acrylics on broken toenails. Well, I think you need to get onto that, babe. I know, but I feel weird doing that. I feel like it's kind of cringy putting a fake nail on skin. It babe, can't be good for the bed, the nail bed. Yeah, but babe, <laughs> it's not good that it's coming off. <laughs> I just don't know what to do about it. I don't know what to do about it. Oh, geez. I just don't know. It's so scary. It's gross. It's freaking gross. But also the weather here is amazing. Today's 27 oh, and sunshine in London. Like, mate. who would have thought that it would have been like that here? I, I mean, I didn't even think it was, even though it's summer, I didn't think it was that nice here in the summertime. It's beautiful. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you've been lucky because it, it, there are days where it can be grey and, like, cold. Yeah. And there's no air con here as well, so it's pretty hot in the in the buildings and because yeah. they're all brick, it's like it keeps it cool during the day, but then at night it's like it sucks it all in. Yes. So everyone's like everyone's hot in the nighttime here. It's it is yeah. hard to sleep, I will admit, because it's hot. There's no air con. And no fans? I don't have a fan in this Airbnb. But my friends who are living here, they do have fans and air con. So that does, you know, that tends to oh, help that's a bit. Nice. Where you can skip on over there and sit in the air. <laughs> we love friends. <laughs> we love friends. That have aircon. <laughs> exactly. We do love that. Friends with benefits, but friends in different ways. Different okay. Way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Friends with benefits, like friends that maybe speak the language in different uh, <laughs> countries. I don't have that. I'm going back to a country that doesn't speak uh, English, but. Um, Ingleses. Ingleses. All I can say is thank God for Google Translate. Thank God for Google Translate. Yeah, there's something I do want to actually 
babe, I do want to talk about this. And guys, this has nothing to do with, you know, where, where I am, what I'm doing or who I'm doing. But I do want to talk about, I was chatting to my friend about it and it's just all about the feels, you know. Yep. When you meet a guy or a girl, like whoever it may be, whatever gender, and, you know, you've been chatting to them for quite some time and when you get the feels. Now, when I say the feels, I don't mean the love, you know. Exactly. I'm not saying when you're in love or like, oh, my God, I'm falling. I'm just saying the feels. Like when you get that, oh, you like, you know, you're thinking if they're going to message you or you start yes. thinking about them a lot more and the anxiety oh and you're overthinking. Like, first of all, it's like when does that even happen? It just happens. The feels is something, it's an enigma. It's something you can't put your finger on. You don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know when it's going to catch you off guard. And it's not love. The feels, it's not love, the no. feels is way before love. Love is, mate, love is love. Okay. I don't even know what love is anymore, but yeah. Exactly. Love, look, we're not experts on fucking love. All right. We're trying to get there, but we're trying. We are experts in the feels because yeah. I, th- I think that you can, Fall into the feels with as many people in your life as you desire or as mm. it happens. Because mm. I know for me, I'm I'm definitely a person that gets the feels. I cop feels, okay? Mm. And it's it's just who I am. You know what? I I do cop feels too. Yeah. I do. But it's I, I've also, as I'm getting older, I'm finding it easier to really fuck block it out and mm. it's not it's not good because I self-sabotage straight away. You know, as soon as I start thinking, oh, he hasn't called me or he hasn't messaged me or like I wonder what he's saying mm. about me or yeah. that's when I'm like, Ella, that's not healthy. You shouldn't mm. be thinking like that because they shouldn't be making you feel like that. You no. Know? Any man that makes you feel, I guess, like, oh, oh no, I'm you're second-guessing every kind of moment or, you know, whatever, I think yeah. that's not healthy. But, you know, I remember you saying to me recently that, you know, you were through all the experiences you've been through, it kind of has made you a little bit like standoffish from, yeah, you you lack that trust. You You don't allow yourself to catch the feels as you would have. Oh, 100%. Now it's like when a guy tells me something really nice, I don't believe him. I know. And, and it's that's really scary. sad. And it's that's, sad. that's what I, w- you know, which is why we wanted to bring this up in this episode mm. today, guys, because mm. it really relates, I guess, to the situation that I guess we're both in a little bit, but the situation that I've caught myself in with uh, Mr. Yeah. Napoli. Um, Mr. Napoli and Mr. Question Mark on my end. <laughs> exactly, right? And mm. are they just saying and doing all these things and should I believe them? Should I give myself wholly, you know, should I really just ease into it or do I err with a, you know, a side of caution? But also sometimes I'm like, you know what, fuck this. I don't want to play games. I like you. Do you like me? Yes. why, Why am I confused? Why? I feel like as women, we shouldn't be sitting back being like, oh, well, I'm not going to tell him I like him because he'll probably get fucking scared. Well, you yeah. know what? Too bad if he fucking gets scared. Because then he's if not I'm the like- one. If exactly. he's scared, babe, he's not the one if he is scared to hear. If you've been dating someone for fucking even like about, I don't know, six, seven weeks, and if they're scared to have a chat about how you feel, yeah. he is not the one. He's Mate. commitment-phobe. He's a fucking commit. Run, babe, run. Look, if I've even gone on a few dates and I've, you know, I'm like, 
like, well, I actually really like you. Hey, like this yeah. is, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. Like I really like mm. you. Mm. If you have that conversation with someone and they kind of get scared and go, well, then see ya because honestly, why would you waste time on that person? Mm. But yeah. that doesn't negate from the fact that you copped feels for that person because that's totally fine. You're allowed oh, to cop yeah. feels for whoever you want. But isn't it just such a scary place? Copping feels like it scares me so much. And I actually uploaded a TikTok. I had finished journaling and just writing about being single and stuff. And I, I you know how you can like save the audio? Yes. It was an so audio this, that you'd saved. I'll, yeah. I, I'll play the audio. The thing about being single is you should cherish it. Because in a week or a lifetime of being alone, you may only get one moment. Wow. So it's like basically saying, you know, while you're single, you have to enjoy the moments because tomorrow, you know, I think we've said this in another podcast, tomorrow you can yeah. meet that person, you'll never have that that independence or that single and that freedom ever again. <sighs> that actually just but, gave me goosebumps, babe. That just gave me goosebumps. Yeah, it's 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 scary because <laughs> it's scary getting feels wow. for one. Because then, I don't know, because I have really genuinely been by myself for so long, it yeah. scares me to... <sighs> It's almost like I'm so afraid now that I don't want it because I'm scared of losing that again. And, yep. you know, Mitch, obviously I liked the guy a lot. I really did. And I lost him and we lost whatever. And I was very sad. Yep. But it wasn't love. And I'm very scared to fall. I'm very scared. It's bad because I have moments where I might meet someone and I might really like them and we're hitting it off, but then I'm like, I don't want to get hurt, so maybe you should just take a step back. And then I'm getting in my head and then I'm self-sabotaging. And it's it's really scary at the moment. Yeah. Like, in, yeah, it is. It's a scary thought. And, you know, obviously we're both nearly in our 30s. Yeah. And oh that's, also really, that's also really scary, babe, like getting into the 30s. And I know that a lot of you guys are listening who are, you guys are older than us. You know, we see in the Facebook group, you guys are older and you're single and you're dating and you've been divorced and you're married and you've got kids and you're starting that whole dating life all over again. And I yeah. actually, I saw a comment just before. I think this woman was in her fifties and she was saying that she's single, she's dating and she's like, but I want to have my own space. Like, I don't want to move in with the guy if I meet a guy. And I commented back and I said, the beauty of dating in our generation and in our life and world now is that we get to have the freedom of making our own rules. There is yeah. no right or wrong way unless you're, you, know, you are religious or something like that. But, you know, for those who aren't and for Dom and I, the beauty of being in a relationship in this generation now is there is no right or wrong. You could have a baby and never get married or you could get married and never have babies or you could live apart. You don't have to be in the same house forever. There is no kind of jigsaw puzzle that has to fit and it has to be perfect. Like there's no mm. such thing as that these days. And, you know, honestly, after my actual divorce and after all mm. of that shit show that happened, I've said to my mum, I said to her, I go, mum, you know, like, oh, I'm from a religious Italian family. So if it nothing comes higher than marriage and kids, right? And I've yeah. said to my mum, I go, mum, look, if I'm with a person and I get pregnant and, you know, we're not married, like I'm 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 going to do it. Like I'm it's I'm not going to wait for fucking marriage. I'm not going to wait for a 5 6 10 year relationship. If if something feels right for me in that moment, yeah. This is the time in my life where I think I'm going to take every opportunity. Yeah. And and I think my mum understands that now because I have lived and I've experienced and 
I'm a little bit more, I guess, worldly now about things. Yeah. And I know what I want. Like I fucking mm. know what I want now. And, mm. you know, I don't like the word settle. I, I really don't. I, I think it has really bad connotations and especially when it comes to dating. Mm. But I'm not going to settle. I don't want to, mm. you know, fit into the mould of what people have been telling me to do since I was fucking five years old. Like, I, you know, we've been told from Disney movies that, like, the Disney princess has to be has to marry the prince to fucking mm. be happy. Well, hang yeah. on. But and then there's also like that Disney thing you got to what kiss a few toads to get a frog or something. <laughs> Is that the saying? You've got to kiss a few fucking toads to get the prince or some shit. Something like that. I don't like, know. Really? I mean, mate, you've got to you've got to kiss them. You've got to fuck them. You've got to do a whole lot to know what's really? good. Like when when does the prince or the frog oh. come around? But like, how many toads? How many toads do you got to kiss? How many toads do I have to fuck? To find my Seriously. prince charming. That's the question. Like I just don't fuck I just don't get it anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's the way we've been raised, babe. That's what it, it comes down to. It but literally yeah, does. I've been raised to ignore my feelings, ignore how I feel about men, ignore it because oh well, you like him, but you're thinking with your your vagina, you're thinking with your your heart. You know what I mean? Like that's the way I was raised. I wasn't raised like, oh, you know, fall in love and fall in and out of love and it's okay if you, you know, mess up and, and don't, you know, find the right one. Like that's not how I was raised. I was brought up like you have one boyfriend and you try your hardest with that and then you marry him if you can. Like mm. that's that's how I've been raised. Like I wasn't, no, mine was just, my, I mean, to be honest, I wasn't really raised in any way to be with a man. I, it was sort of just, I don't know, figure it out. Nice. <laughs> it was just like figure it out, really. Figure it out yourself, which is really how children should be raised. Yeah, well, that's that's how mum marries me with basically everything. It was sort of just figure it out. It'll, it'll just happen or it won't and move on. Um, pretty plain and simple on her end, but I guess it has worked and has helped and, yeah, it's a... It's a scary territory anyway, the feels. But what I want to know, I guess, from this topic, guys, in the Facebook group, let's start a thread. Yes. And let's talk about, you know, when you get those feels, right, what's your first thought or, like, trigger that crosses your mind when you're like, oh, shit, I like the guy. Mm. I'd, I'd care if he actually never spoke to me again now. And yeah, how long has wow. it been, you know, how long has it been that you've been dating this person and, at what it, what is the thought when you realize okay i like him in that moment when and is that moment are you are you scared like i get scared or are you genuinely excited because you know that this could be a good one cuz it really can go both ways you could be scared cuz you're like fuck i like him but i probably know this is going to fail or i like him this is great i actually think this could be good because yeah. it could it could be both babe it can really be both i think this will be a really great uh conversation starter on the facebook page so yeah. Please do head over there if you haven't already. We are in there all the time. We had a comment the other day saying that, you know, are uh, Dominella even in this Facebook group? And guys, guys, we are there. Also, we are on holiday as well. So we probably aren't as we aren't um, as on our we aren't active. on our computers all the time or our yes. phones all the time. We really aren't. Like Dom and I are out all day, mostly every single day. So we have been trying to switch off and enjoy the holiday mode. 
Yeah, like we've still recorded every week, guys. We've showed up. We've done everything. But, you know, with the socials, it is a whole other job on top of everything else that we're doing. And we love it. Don't get us wrong. Like, fuck, we're not complaining. But, Mm. you know, yes, we do read the comments. If we don't reply to every single one of them, sorry, we we would love to. Like I would love to. I'd love to have 10 heads, okay? I'd love to have 10 heads and about 30,000 hands to be doing things. But the reality is, no, there's just little old me. And also, guys, like, what the hell? We hit. We got. I've got two things to say. Oh, guys, we hit one million downloads. You in just below three months. Crazy. And, and our merch drop is done. Our first merch drop is done. Wow. And that's two really big milestones for the Sit with Us podcast, for Dom and I, for us and you. It's a Fucking massive milestone. For our family, for our sit with us family, because we're all in this together. We really are. Like we wouldn't be here without you guys. And it is a huge milestone and we could not be prouder of this little community that we've created. It's no no longer little and which is scary and exciting and amazing all in one. And we just could not thank you. Like we just, we, like honestly, we, we are astounded and it's the best feeling in the whole entire world to have reached that milestone in such a short amount of time. But wow, right, babe? Yeah, it is. It's amazing. And the merch, I mean, we, you know, obviously we definitely heard the feedback and we're going to roger that and move on to the next. But guys, thanks so much for purchasing if you did. And I cannot wait or we can't wait to see you guys wearing it. Please, as soon as it arrives, get a photo in it, put it on your socials, tag us so that we can see. I cannot wait. Like I'm counting down the days to see people wearing the merch and tagging us. Like it's going to be the best thing ever. Yeah, I was I was sitting in my jumper the other day because it got a bit cold here at night and I was like, oh hugging it like this is so nice and I can't wait till people have the jumpers and we can actually talk about all the design features of the jumpers and like why you know why we designed it that way why it was expensive as well because we do want to talk about that Mm. we kind of touched on it last episode yes yeah yeah which we did but I think you know there's a lot more that goes into just bringing out a jumper guys it's not just a t-shirt it's not just a one font one color we did not want to do that for our first drop we wanted to put a little bit more money into it exactly Um, yeah just keep that in mind but for the next one it will be a lot more affordable exciting and we just can't fucking wait for everything that's to come with the sit with us pod but babe i can see that you are doing your makeup now and it looks like you're getting ready to go i'm doing my makeup because i'm going to the crazy horse tonight babe i'm gonna get crazy at the crazy horse well i need to put my makeup on and get ready because i'm well i'm not going to the crazy horse but i'm going to a really nice restaurant tonight what restaurant are you going to i can't remember the name well it's fancy so we we love that we love a nice little date night yeah it's date night need to put a nice dress on need to look a little bit you know glamorous i have a question doll i have a question for you and a question for all our listeners when you go on a fancy date maybe second third date who pays Well, I always, I'm so used to paying for every fucking date in my whole life. I don't think it really matters anymore for me. I don't care. Like first dates I pay, second dates I might pay. It really doesn't matter to me, to be honest. If the guy wants to really woo you, he'll make sure that he pays. If he really wants to impress you, he will do it. Amen, girl. But at the same time, I don't really care anymore. Like 
yeah, I'm not fast if it's like, are we splitting the bill? Like that, I'm cool with that too. Do you know what I mean? Like it really doesn't impress me that much anymore if they pay, unfortunately. I don't really exactly. care about dinners. Yeah, I'd rather you be like emotionally available and not an asshole. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter that you can pay for dinner, bro. Like I'm a boss bitch. I've got my own money. Yeah, you know? like I That's really, not, That doesn't. don't impress me much yeah, as the, the words of Shania. Yeah, it and, doesn't. But I'd love to. I'd love to hear your thoughts, guys, on that topic because that all this shit interests me. Like every time I like think of something, I like put it in my notes, and I'm like, I got to talk about that on the pod. Mm. Love it. Yeah. And on that note, guys, I'm going to go and finish doing my makeup, put my hair on. Up, so I've put my hair on. Jeez, <laughs> put your hair on, babe. Jeez, I'm not that fucking old yet. Jeez. Yeah. And I'm going to. I think go. I'm going to do a red lip tonight. Are you going to do a red lip? No, nah, I'm going to just do my plum lip. I think. Okay, like she's not fun and. Oh, well, oh, I'm the, red dress, a, the red lips, I'm saving the red lips for a special occasion. Ooh, I might do a stain then, maybe not like too intense. You so know? maybe you guys will know when I have a red lip on in London, it may just be for a special occasion. Ooh, there's a little tease in there. We love it. <laughs> What's the tea? What's the tea? All right, guys, we'll look next time, next episode. Oh, well, oh, yeah, I'll still be in London. Oh, I'll still be in Paris. We'll still be in the same locations, but new goss, new updates, and we will chat as well about your comments in the Facebook thread as well, what we spoke about the feels, because we'll follow up with that one. Yes, cannot wait to hear your thoughts, guys. Love you guys so much. Have the best day. Bye, everyone. 